Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? All right, today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm going to come straight down to where it intersects with my round line. Now there's going to tell me how much I have to around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you around, the more you're going to find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never around, you'll never find out. So I hope this lesson is helpful. Thank you. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. I got to be honest with you. I don't see a whole lot of players on the bench for either side, Republicans or Democrats. I'm looking at it. Honestly, if Donald Trump was not president, welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program, my friends, and welcome to hour number three. If Donald Trump was not running for president, who would you be really psyched to have? Who would be there? Of course, for a long time, it was Ron DeSantis, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm going to call, I'm going to say it again. I think all of those people need to drop out. They need to coalesce behind Donald Trump. It is the only way for them to save their political backsides. I'm just going to say it. But honestly, look at Joe Biden. First of all, he's terrible. There's no way he's going to limp to the finish line on this one. And your options suck. So Dean Phillips, we've just talked about him briefly. Okay, he feels the need to move forward. He feels that this is his time. He's hearing from people out in the community. This is untenable. Uh, Crime is terrible. Inflation is terrible. The border is unsustainable. It's time somebody has to step forward. Well, it might as well be me, he says. Now, is he part of the Democrat complex? I don't know. I think they all are. I think if you're in Washington, D.C. and you're not Donald Trump, you're probably connected and you're stuck in some bribery blackmail scheme. Because as I've said, I believe that is really the lifeblood of the Beltway. We've got dirt on you. We've got you doing some stuff you shouldn't have been. And if you hear Michael Flynn, he says it's a lot darker than that. That a lot of uh, congressmen and women, people in government have been compromised with children. I can't even, can't even go there. So who is the best to to step into the fray here? Well, there's an interesting article here in the Washington Examiner, and it's looking deeper into a poll that suggests, this is a Des Moines Register NBC News poll. And the poll suggests that if everybody who's not Donald Trump, who's running for president, all of the stragglers who are left, if they determine one of them who's going to step forward and all of them get their power behind that individual, that their aggregate number would be enough to beat Donald Trump and to win. As though that's what people want. Completely farcical. Completely farcical. Here we go. New poll explode, and this is the this is kind of the scary part, because the people I see who I like, who are conservatives, who I see being potential people we can get behind, voices that 
speak our values are none of these individuals who are running for president. None of them. It's not Ron DeSantis. And I'm sorry. If you like Ron DeSantis, as if this is your guy. Because he's not. It's not Nikki Haley. Just having, just being a woman and having some, some exposure as a governor, part of the United Nations or whatever, eh, that's not going to do it for me. You don't speak my language. I don't trust you. I trust none of them. And apparently, a lot of people don't either. New poll exposes flaw in the Trump opponent's plan. The headline from a new Des Moines Register NBC News poll of Iowa is that former President Donald Trump still has a big lead in the Republican race. Among those likely to take part in the Iowa caucuses, Trump is at 43 percent. Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley now tied 16 percent each. They tie at second place. So Trump has this 27 point lead, which is actually bigger than his lead in his last Des Moines, Iowa poll in August. A lot of news reports out there are emphasizing Nikki Haley's rise in the poll. I love these voices as they try to get behind somebody. Ooh, she has a shot. Back in August, her support was at 6%. DeSantis was at 19. She shot up 10 points to 16. DeSantis has dropped 3 to 16. So while they're on the same spot, kind of at the moment, it appears she is on the way up and he is on the way down. But there is bigger news than any of that in the poll. It concerns the depth of Trump's strength. You've heard oftentimes Trump's opponents say they want to see the GOP field narrowed down as quickly as possible. That way, the thinking goes, the support from all the Trump opponents could come together behind the one candidate to challenge Trump one-on-one. Look at Trump now, they say. 43% support versus everybody else with a combined 57%. Just get the rest of the field together behind one candidate, whether it's DeSantis, whether it's Haley, whomever, and Trump can be defeated. But the new poll shows it's not going to be that easy. The Demo- and these people, why is it that you don't understand? Why is it that you don't understand why Donald Trump is bleeding over into all sorts of different voter profiles? It's not just white, conservative, college-educated women like myself. It's black non-college-educated, working, middle-aged men. It is a growing number of Hispanics and Latinos. It is a growing number of young people. So why the disconnect? Well, the Des Moines Register not only asked voters which candidate they supported, but also which candidate would be their second choice if their first choice was no longer in the race. So they asked people who now support DeSantis, Who's your second choice? And they found out that just 41% of current DeSantis supporters, if DeSantis were to leave the race, would switch to Trump. 41%. Just 27% of them said that they would switch to Nikki Haley. So if DeSantis were to drop out today, it appears that the largest part of his support would go to Donald Trump and not to this mythical unity anti-Trump candidate. For Nikki Haley, the numbers are different. Just 12% of those who support Nikki Haley today said that they would go to Trump if she were to leave the race. But the bottom line is this. 
There is a flaw with the let's all unite behind one anti-Trump candidate strategy. In real life, some of each candidate's supporters would go to Trump if their favorite candidates were to lead, and that makes Trump even harder, not easier to beat. So why is Nikki Haley attracting some voters who don't really like Donald Trump? And this is the Des Moines Register pollster Ann Seltzer saying, in my mind, she's done the best job of differentiating that she is the non-Trump candidate. They're still so desperate to spread the narrative that the majority of Americans, they're tired. I can't handle another repeat. I don't want Joe, I don't want Joe Biden. I don't want Donald Trump there saying baloney. Baloney. That's fake news. Brock, do you have it? It's fake news. Complete disaster, let me tell you. Fake, fake. You are fake news. Exactly. And for that, all of these people should be. Oh, wait, hold on. You can't quit. You're fired. (laughs) You're fired. Stop trying to spew this nonsense that Americans can't stomach the idea of Donald Trump coming back. It's predicated on a false premise. That's completely erroneous. People who live in Realville remember what it was like just a few years ago. Nikki Haley isn't going to move their needle, even if they hate Donald Trump's personality. I don't. But this goes on. Why is it that Haley appears to be attracting voters who really don't like Trump? In my mind, says this pollster Ann Seltzer, she's done the best job of differentiating that she's the non-Trump candidate. For example, about one in five respondents in the Iowa poll call themselves independents. Back in August, Haley won the support of just 10% of them. Now her support among independents is 22%. That's a big move, although Trump's support among independents is still significantly higher at 33%. And Haley's voters, by the way, are not really locked in at all. 47% of Trump supporters say they are extremely enthusiastic about voting for the former president. 47% of what was 75 million is, in my rough estimate, about 40,000 or 40 million people. And that's a low ball estimate. For DeSantis, the number is 25%. For Haley, it's 19%. People who are diehard, 100%, I'm in or without anybody else. This is my candidate. Maybe a sign that Haley is the only candidate seeing substantial upward momentum in the poll. They want desperately to create this illusion that Donald Trump, because of all of these lawsuits, because of all of these 91 charges, because of the 15 different women who have accused him of some kind of sexual malfeasance, because they've wiretapped him, they tried to find information, they created a fake dossier, they made up lies saying that he was a Russian asset, that he was working with Putin in some capacity with the Kremlin. Right. That he's somehow cheating his business people, that he's a racist because of Charlottesville. He's a sexist because of what he's said in the past. The fact of the matter is. He's the kingmaker and even the Washington Examiner is trying to unseat the king. Good luck with that, apparently. So how about this? The National Organization of Women. Where have these people been? Aren't these the feminists incarnate? 
Where have they been with all this trans nonsense? Well, they finally reared their ugly head on Facebook. And they ticked so many women off. Wait for it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. There's always a time. I need to hear the singing. Hold on. Real fast. Three, two, one, go. Yes. It's little things, babe. Little things. So it is very interesting to me and and somewhat delicious as I watch the real colors of malignant activism that's using something farcical in its name or in its mission or its purpose, kind of presenting to the people an alleged do-goodery that really sucks. So you would think that the National Organization for Women now would be all about women's rights. It would be about equal protection under the law for all sorts of things. It would provide equal employment opportunity things they might get in the world in the realm of Title IX, making sure that female athletes, college campuses, et cetera, et cetera, have commensurate opportunities as men, even though the men's sports, usually it's the football program, pays for all of the other sports combined. Facts. It is what it is, right? So when something like now, the National Organization for Women, steps forward or does not when it comes to the invasion of women's spaces, but then puts out a a Facebook post, very simple. We isolated it to show you if you're watching the live stream. If you're not, I'm just going to read it to you. It's like a a megaphone. Yay! Like a party. Woohoo! Yay! And it says, trans women are women. Trans women are women. That's it. That's all it says. End of story. And I bet you they all thought they were doing such a good... We are... Oh my gosh, are we moving the needle? Like, by telling people who have penises that they can be women even though they can't? Like, this is so big. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. What an organization of sock. Trans women are women. Well, it didn't really go very well. (laughs) When you have to disable the comments after just a couple hundred, you know it's not going swimmingly. Aw, wah, wah. Here we go. National Organization for Women says trans women are women. The largest feminist advocacy group in the United States is screwing over women in favor of a new marginalized category to get behind. Dudes who pretend to be women, trannies and otherwise. Let's call a spade a spade, friends. This is called mental illness. All of this, I'm going to say it again. We have funding for 87,000 IRS agents because that's just what we need. What we need is funding for 87,000 therapists to dismantle the insane liberal toxic mind and mission, which is predicated solely on finding a victim that you can champion while you then screw over everybody else and make the majority's lives uncomfortable. This is what they said. 
the largest feminist advocacy group in the United States, says trans women are women. And as the Facebook commenters went bananas on this, oh, snap, said somebody at now. That didn't go well. Hey, Earl, Earl, get in here. All right. We thought we were making a bold statement. We are riding the wave of trans popularity, which it's not, but we thought we would. And now everybody hates us. Women hate us. Uh Uh-oh. Put a freeze on that right away. Do you think women are waking up and realizing that we've been used by these organizations the same way the black community has awakened to the reality that the Democrat Party sucks? and uses it, and campaigns off of them, and screws them by making them stay in terrible school districts where the money flow from property taxes and state funding and federal funding never stops. Jews have awakened. Jews who feel hunted now, who feel unsafe at work on the street in their synagogues. And I will tell you, this is personal considering my house is a mile away from the Tree of Life Synagogue. These organizations and these clubs on college campuses and all of these various groups where people who are wayward souls, who are inherently insecure, who don't feel like they measure up, find some kind of kumbaya strength in numbers, to go out and suck more than they normally do. I'm done. I want to go up to the next person when my youngest sons go through the college application process, when those folks get up in the in the presentation and say, our school's got 400 different organizations, and I can scream, I'm suck! How about you just educate? How about that? Teach! Don't indoctrinate. Shouldn't be complicated. Don't go anywhere. Did you hear the call from taxpayers to Washington, D.C.? We're tired of paying for your stupid ideas. Oh, boy. Wait for it. It's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. If you're a frequent flyer of this program or you watch on our live stream, there's no denying how I feel any day about the headlines. We like to find those reasons to laugh. Because it's important. And it's certainly a challenge to create a program that doesn't constantly drag you down and make you feel like everything is going wrong. But it just feels like everything is going wrong. And I look at my sons. And I really wonder. What am I giving them? What kind of a country are they inheriting? And please, God, tell me this is cyclical. Because I'm not down with this new world order. Because it sucks. And I go back in the awakening. Was it your awakening too? Was it COVID? It was mine. And it was one one shot, one video that we saw on Twitter. And we did this show throughout all of COVID. 
and I took hell for giving you the numbers from the CDC's own website. And I lost my job twice for being determined to tell the truth in dark times of lies and deceit. The image was of a man who had rented a cherry picker. He had rented it from a construction company or what have you. And he had paid for the construction company to put it into place. Outside the window, third floor window, where his mom was locked like a prisoner in her nursing home. And there's a video of him riding up on the cherry picker to look inside the window where his bewildered mom was by herself. Whatever was wrong with her, she was probably 85 years old she was all alone, probably scared to death, wondering where anybody was who was familiar to her. And he put his face in his hands on the window and she came over and the look on her face, I will never forget for as long as I live. And they did that to people. And they did that to people in states like mine. And they did it in New York. And they did it in New Jersey. And they did it in Connecticut and in California and in Illinois. And it was wrong then and nobody said anything about it. And I sat there at home in the dark and I was like, where is everybody? This is wrong. This is wrong and you know it's wrong. It's indefensible what we're doing to people and how many people in our lives died. How many of you lost somebody and you weren't given the opportunity to be there with them? And it was okay. And it's not okay. It's never been okay. It will never be okay. And it causes me to be concerned on a grave level about the kind of world we're leading our children into. Because if we as parents and grandparents and the grown-ups in the world don't rise up and say enough, and we've waited far too long. That is why those small moments the videos of parents at the school board meetings holding up the books that are available to their third graders for checkout. That are nothing short of pornography. And then in comes the sheriff's deputy. Give me that book. That's not something that you should read here in front of these people. Oh, but it's okay for my eight-year-old to read. Ah, got it. And I'm reading stories about which health system has paid how many tens of millions of dollars to mutilate children's bodies. And I'm like, what are we doing? Because people aren't willing to stand up and freaking be the adults in the room.
If one person in one of these lootings stood at the door with a gun instead of saying, not allowed to get involved. Our parent company says we have to let them do it. I wonder if this madness would stop. But you know what? Adults stopped being adults. They cower. And I don't understand it. Because it's not understandable. The cavalier nature with which our government lies and cheats and hides data and concealed the truth about those vaccines. The way they elevated Tony Fauci, who's dark and dirty as balls. How we fawn over people like Bill Gates. Bill Gates, who, by the way, is in, as we speak, hush-hush conversations with the president of Kenya. Why? Why ever would Bill Gates be in Kenya? Because he's trying to get the president of that country, where there are 1.2 million live births every year, to agree to allow the children to be, like, chipped like your dog so we can make sure they get the requisite vaccinations and at the top of the suckworthy scale people like klaus schwab and george soros who i believe if we were to carve inside of them we would find their blood is black because they are that dark And so the article I'm supposed to read to you right now is about the ridiculousness of this green climate bonanza of suck, which anybody paying even the remotest bit of attention could have seen from a thousand miles away as the next money laundering opportunity. Make people do things that Science doesn't agree on because there is no science that says we're moving the needle. But as long as you've got your, prof- your progressive neighbors, those bleeding heart liberals with the stupid signs in their yard that says science is real and love is love. These people are actively destroying the place that we love. And my greatest worry is that by the time they finally realize that they've been conned and they've been played and they've been manipulated and they've been sold a lifetime of lies and they've gotten together and they made signs and they protested and they blocked traffic. And they agitated. The day they finally realized that it was all a scam. And that those of us who've done everything in our power to awaken them. 
to save this place for not just our children, but for theirs, it's going to be too late. And that says nothing about the strangers who now walk among us. How many of them are like the people on the Russian tarmac hunting for Jews? Because after they're done with the Jews, they're going to want to find all the Christians. And then after the Christians... Maybe they'll go for the LGBTQ community. And then after they do that, it will be anybody who doesn't believe in their insanity. And I sit here like a mom because it is my greatest honor and it is my most important job. And I feel helpless. If another human being can justify cutting the head off of someone, how do you reason with that? How do you negotiate with that? And then when they come to your land and your government says that you need to give up your guns, how do you fight back against that? Because I guarantee you, my liberal neighbors who hate my we back the blue sign and my American flag, when somebody busts into their home or they feel unsafe for their family, guess where they're going to run for assistance? To the place that's armed and trained. This is where my mind is today. And it's So let's lighten it up. $18 for a Big Mac. <laughs> what? What? Oh, yeah. McDonald's tries something. The question is, is America going to fall for it? And for how long? Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So Halloween is my least favorite of the holidays. I'll have to say this. But I'm kind of looking forward to it tonight. I think maybe we need to see that because there are a few of the families in the neighborhood that go all out. Mom and dad dress up, kids in tow. They've got a they've got a, a wagon that they're pulling ostensibly with a variety of adult beverages and assorted other things for the kids. <laughs> yeah, we made out with beer a couple years ago. <laughs> That's the kind of trick-or-treating I like. Kids, people come into my house, they're like, what beer are you drinking? Here's mine. I'll give you your whatever. It's cute. I need to see this tonight. We need to see this. You know, I can't even celebrate karma when it comes back and it hits somebody who I don't like in the face, or at least who does things that suck. Soros-backed district attorney in Oakland, California, loses her laptop in a car burglary, and police don't come when they're called. Imagine that. These DAs who are like, defund the police. All they're doing is hunting for black people. Shut them down. Okay. Did anybody think about the consequences? Of course! And I'm so tired. Aren't you so tired of looking down on everybody and just shaking your head? Like, come on, people. For real? 
How bad is the crime and the theft problem in Oakland, California? Well, pretty bad. So bad, in fact, that the Soros-backed DA just got her work laptop ripped off as her car was broken into while she was at a community meeting. So she called the police. What's this lady's name? God, I don't care. Right? Does it even matter? She's a hack. Pamela Price. Alameda County District Attorney Pamela Price, funded by Soros. Super duper, I'm sure she's great. Calls the police to report the theft. And then nobody shows up, and for an hour she's waiting. She's like, where's the police? I've been a victim. Really, what's what's that like? And so dispatch said to her, yeah, there's nobody that's coming. So you can go online and file a report. What an insult. Go online and file a report. Multiple sources telling ABC 7 News, Alameda County DA, her laptop stolen, blah, 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 blah. Happened here, happened there. She called the cops. They didn't come. (laughs) She waited an hour, gave up, made the report online. This is a woman who in July, and we have video of it here, Said she feels safe in Oakland. Well, I don't know about that anymore, sweetness. Sorry that that boomerang of reality has hit you in the beezer. Now on to this. What do you do when your fast food isn't selling the way you want? Well, if you're McDonald's, you jack up the price. Must be more delicious. (laughs) It might make me have less burning diarrhea later. No, I don't think so. When it's an $18 Big Mac, McDonald's revenue soars as it hikes menu prices. 18 bucks for the Big Mac meal. What? What? McDonald's on Monday reported that its revenue was up 14% in the latest quarter. A surge the burger giant said was driven by, quote, strategic menu price increases. When was the last time any of you ate? It's been a while, I'm going to say. It's been a while for me. I'm still cheap. I like the dollar sausage McMuffins. I can eat those all day long. 18 bucks for a lousy Big Mac? No, thank you. Golden Arches brought in a total. Wow. Are we lazy? I'm thinking lazy. $6.69 billion in revenue for the three-month period ending September 30th, beating expectations of $6.58 billion, $6.58 billion, blah, 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 blah. They've got 13,000 restaurants. They've got 38,000 of them abroad. They charge as much as 18 bucks for a Big Mac combo meal, which includes medium fries and a medium drink. I'm sorry. Let's just do the math quickly. You need to supersize that if Uh, I'm paying 18K. So wait a minute. Let me just make sure this. I've got seven people in my family times 18. Guess how much it costs for you and your family if you've got my size family to eat at McDonald's these days. Brock? Are they getting an apple pie afterwards? I don't think so. I'm going bare bones. This isn't even. Super... I'm going to say at least ninety-five dollars. A hundred and twenty-six bucks. Oh. If all of us, thank goodness, I like the little um, chicken nuggets, but I'm sure those are going to be like twelve. And it's crazy in this society today. 
with a younger generation that doesn't go to the grocery store and buy things that can be made on the cheap they don't they don't scrounge anymore there's no ramen noodle extravaganza they're not eating your powdered potato soup brock for every day in 30 days because it's all you had did i just watch you almost vomit in your mouth yeah i could never eat powdered potato soup ever again so you had no money left you had had some bread wait i had four dollars in my account Okay. That was before when you could only take out five. I had a thing of powdered, a big jar of powdered potato potato soup soup Mm -hmm. and a loaf of bread. So I had a bowl of that and a piece of bread for to eat once a day. For how long? And this is in college? Yes. It was for about 20, 20 days. 20 days. That's disgusting. Would you ever, ever, ever consider another scoop of potato soup again? (laughs) No, it's a Hell part. No. It's a part of your life. For some reason, this generation doesn't get it. Is it because we've created things that are too easy for them? I'm guilty of that. The answer is yes. Look, I don't have all the answers on this program. Of course, I don't. And and I know that we're hungry for them. What do you do? What do you do when the world around you seems completely unhinged and out of control? What do you do when you have an administration? that won't call terror and extremism and barbar- barbarism and savagery what it is. Well, you got to pivot and find a new guy. And that is what they are so afraid of, my friends. Hook, line, and singer. Thanks for being a part of the program. We'll be back in 21 hours. Until then, happy Halloween and peace. Peace.